Hey there, everybody. Um, thank you for joining me. I don't know how many people are going to hear this. That's okay. One person or no person can hear it. I am just here to start a journey. Something to be looked back upon in years from now and appreciate, listen to. You know, this is as much for the world and the universe as this is for me and it's an experiment it's a project it's a conversation with myself with my friends family and the people that i love and well i figure if i can learn from those conversations then heck i might as well share them with you so here i am never done anything like this before never recorded myself i'm talking into a headset and stuff so it's all just real man it's all true it's just me you and the conversation shared between so i am so lucky and fortunate to have a friend like my friend here tyler cody who decided to join me on my first episode and take that jump with me and we had a great conversation you know covering topics like self-love insecurity pain growth how to appreciate your mistakes how to look yourself in the mirror and so much more so it's a wonderful opening to what will be i'm sure a fantastic project to look back on whatever it may become so without further ado i hope you enjoy peace and love all right What is that sound in the background? I think it might be the AC. Should I turn it off? Uh, it doesn't. I can't hear it that much when you talk. I turned Almost it off. Be- oh, you turned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry about that, man. <laughs> Good. Okay, word. I like that. Um, you know, it's gonna be funny because you're gonna be like, burn it with the energy of this whole conversation, right? So. <laughs> It's 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 I, I am on fire. You're the, Logan. You're all fire. You're always on fire, Tyler. Always. Is that, is that yeah? Is that the feeling? The feeling, man. I sound like a I sound like Flood from Mario Sunshine. Yo, I, I sound like a water gun. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I'm ending this call. <laughs> Dang, and that's all she wrote. Folks. Thank you for joining us. We really did have a great time. <laughs> one minute. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We're used to lasting one minute, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I usually last two. Okay. <laughs> two minute warning. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that's it's it's good though because that's uh. It's just, it's just the way life is these days. You know, everything that can be done. You know, what they say. Everything that's worth doing can be done in two minutes. That is very true. That is very true. So, uh, right on. 
Uh, <laughs> hopefully this is the try <laughs> that sticks. I, I got a good feeling about it. The connection seems strong. How's, how's it feel on your end? How are you feeling? You know? All right, we were going through a roller coaster because this is our third take and we kept getting disconnected. And I was getting disconnected from reality for a second because I was getting pissed. And I was like, what is going on? So I went inside, I reconnected to the Wi-Fi, and I reconnected to the present moment. And I'm feeling good. We kind of reassessed the energy we were bringing to the conversation, right? Yes, exactly. We reassessed it. As much as we could reassess it in the, what, five-minute span that all that took place? About. <laughs> I would say, yeah, like five minutes. <laughs> it was like a whole world changed in five minutes. Why well, I say everything worth doing can be done in two minutes. That wasn't fun. I think the universe just wasn't ready for these bombs we were about to drop, so it's like, hold on, we need to, like, delay this a little bit. We need to prepare. It's just, yeah, like, reinforce the energy a little bit, right? You know, don't want it to be uh, thrown out there without the preparation in place. Yeah, and for all the people listening, they might go into the Avatar state from how powerful this is. It definitely might trigger that. So if you start glowing, tell your family it's okay. That's just a sign that you're listening to a really good conversation. Yeah, and if you're glowing... Depending on where, I would see a doctor. <laughs> 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 if you're a nuclear test site, if at all. <laughs> so maybe back up a few miles. Um, but yeah, definitely thank you for joining us. And if there's five people that might hear this, you know, uh, and Tyler, thank you for joining me. Man. I appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for the invite, bro. It's always just it's always just nice to talk to you. If anyone talks to Logan, you probably get that uplifting feeling that you know i do because he's just he's just a positive influence and i would assume everyone's life he's in well you know i mean the same could be said for you my man i think about how much you smile when we talk together man that's a fact of life you know it's just that when good energies get together it's all good times from there right you're right and you see what i'm saying folks you just proved my statement <laughs> right on <laughs> right on so uh yeah thank you again and um, so we, we did come up with like a little bit of an idea of how we are going to go about this. Cause you know, again, this is the first time I've never done anything like this guys. So it's going to be raw. It's going to be real. You know, uh, Tyler, I don't know. Have you done anything like this before? Any like sort of podcasting or anything? Um, I, I tend to do the whole video thing. So it's not necessarily live cause I can edit it. So if there's a mistake, ladies and gentlemen, we can't edit it. You're going to be here with us through the ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of just how it's going to go. It's going to be all raw, unfiltered. And uh, actually, that's, you know, that's kind of funny, too, because with your videos and stuff, you're, you do comedy and stuff, right? I do. So I do. Yeah. When you're doing comedy, I imagine that's like those weird mistakes that go through it. You're probably like, that actually made it funnier. You know, it's funny. I'll record myself and I'll have like a a booger and i'm just like bro i'm not posting that i look disgusting <laughs> bro but i bet you get a lot more like likes and stuff wouldn't you i do and a lot more comments going yo what is that forming in your nose i'm like listen man <laughs> <laughs> hey man that's i mean you know what they say it's like all publicity is good publicity i don't know about that but they say it i i don't know about that because you look at that guy boom gang you remember boom gang no what is, what, so is, he, what is a boom gang? What is a boom? Okay, so boom gang was a guy that would go around and literally steal from like local businesses and just cause like unnecessary harm. 
and havoc to like the community and he would go look gang a whole lot of gang shit and he would just do some stupid shit and it just like wasn't funny but but he changed himself now he's Sir Gabbana and um I personally if you look at what he's been through and the dumb stuff he's done you can almost take it as inspiration to better yourself now I'm sure you're probably not doing anything as dumb as he did <laughs> but I'm sure just like myself and Logan you know you make mistakes and um if someone like that can turn themselves around, anybody could. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't know how bad this guy is. I suppose he sounds like he was doing criminal stuff and encouraging a criminal mentality, which is never great. You know, that's not a mentality that we want to encourage. But if he's turned around and, you know, he's found more of a harmonious way of living with society and contributing, that's great. Because, you know, you, you know what they say, man, if you're going to have a voice, be careful what you use it for. Because we all, in this age, we have such power with our social media presence. Like, think about how much exposure that guy got. How many people he was influencing. Yeah. Look at Logan Paul. And Logan Paul is not like this Logan. This Logan you're hearing now is much better. <laughs> Logan, we know what Logan Paul did. And he's another example. He turned himself around, too. And it's just good to see people holding themselves accountable and bettering themselves. Absolutely. It's just, it's a good, it's a good message. It's a good message, in my opinion. Absolutely, you know, and it's, it's a process too. Like life is just a, a progressive series of steps, right? So it's the same thing with mm -hmm. how we go through life. You know, you're gonna step one way and the other, and sometimes you're gonna trip and fall and pick yourself back up. But you know, you only fall as low as you let yourself fall. You know, if you don't let, if you sit down there, and even if you fall, you only stay on the ground if you let yourself sit on the ground. So you know, that guy, this. Mr. Boot Gang uh, could have probably let himself stay that way forever, right? But instead, he decides he's going to go ahead and better himself and use his voice for something good. And that's, you know, what we want to all do. We should all live to that level of consciousness about what we represent. Yeah, I also love that you called him Mr. Boot Gang. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just, it's such, a, it's such a strange name, you know? It really is. Uh, so it's just, it, it, it sounds like a real gentleman, doesn't he? Doesn't he sound like a real sir? You have given him a more formal title than anyone ever has. Well, if you're hearing this, Mr. Boot Gang, uh, you know, God bless you. And that's, you are now a gentleman. I bestow ye a knighthood. <laughs> <laughs> you are now Sir Boot Gang. <laughs> sir Boot Gang. <laughs> he just comes in and like a, like a, what is that white horse called? A stallion? Oh. Yeah, like a stallion. He has like a knight. It's like a knight, a plate of armor on. <laughs> and then what does he say? What was it he said? He would come in and would be like, whole oh, lots of gang shit. Like very horrible. <laughs> oh, yes. He'd flick over <laughs> his visor and he'd just look at the fine ladies screaming at him. Whoa, Sarah guys, Sarah And he'd throw them his, uh, his like cloak. <laughs> oh, oh, lots of gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new reputation you have to live up to, Sir Boom Gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. Oh, it's, it's just, it's, you know, that's, well, that's good, because, you know, that, and that's exactly what we're here to do, man. We're here to laugh, and we're here to talk, and we're here to just be, like, ourselves, you know? That's, uh, we're, and that's really why I like what we're using our voices for. We're here to just be vulnerable and real and just kind of let shit flow 
you know, just chew the chew the curd, you know, just let shit go, let it talk, you know, let our brains kind of stretch out, let our souls stretch out. We were gonna try and find more and more about ourselves through conversation. You know, and that's that's kind of another thing is, you know, I want I want you to uh, uh, definitely feel free to throw some ideas out there while we're talking. You know, if you feel like you want to throw some questions or ideas out there, please do it, man. This is your yeah, you know, I, I actually do have a question since we're on the topic of, uh, of mistakes. Okay. And you can share whatever personal mistake you want. I will definitely share some as well. What's a mistake? Here's a good question. What's a mistake you made where you learned, like, one of the most valuable lessons? Mm, interesting. Wow. Okay. Okay. This is, um, you know, hmm. Do you have one you want to share while I think about this? Because this is like a. I do. Okay. I hope she's got. I God hope she's not listening. But there was a girl in my life, and I made multiple mistakes, and those mistakes were jealousy, insecurity, and picture like two knives a knife of jealousy and a knife of insecurity. And I literally stabbed her with those knives, meaning I projected those negative feelings onto her and would accuse her of stuff. I would, I don't want to say manipulate her, but I would like almost try to make her feel bad for me. I would victimize myself. That's what I would try to do. And a big lesson I learned from that is first of all jealousy and insecurity or ego and i know you know that oh of course ego oh my god right always getting in our way just just oh god let's kill the ego man let's kill the ego together yeah yeah and it just like you said it gets in your way and a lesson i learned is to just let it flow you know you're gonna get jealous you're gonna get insecure you're gonna get these stupid thoughts you're gonna get i call them stupid thoughts I look at them as spam. Because you know when when you have an email, you get spam, and you're like, oh, this is just junk. Picture those negative thoughts as that junk mail and just delete them. Mm -hmm. You don't need them. Mm -hmm. They're not here to serve you. Mm -hmm. They're not here to serve you. They're here to actually cause chaos. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is this what you learned through the mistake of projecting those onto that girl you became aware of? became aware and the lesson the main lesson is i let him go i forgave myself i love myself and i let him go bless that's absolutely and you know that's so absolutely what we need right now is to learn that uh self-forgiveness and that self-love because especially in this age we live in an age where everything is constantly recorded and shoved back in our faces and you know you you're just always exposed to your old self and sometimes that's a gift you know to go on uh your social media account and see your old posts or see you with an old partner or something like that but you know sometimes it's not sometimes if you don't have that level of forgiveness of forgiving yourself that's not going to become a gift anymore that's going to be a curse so what you're yeah. preaching what you're talking about that is such a valuable when we all really deserve it's it's a value it's a lesson of self-love yeah and if you if you adopt the mindset and i still have trouble with this i'm a human being i make i still make mistakes and i always will however if you can adopt the mindset of failure mistakes screw-ups whatever you want to call it be the foundation of your teaching 
you won't lose. You won't lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wow. I mean, it's so true, especially because when, you know, and I, I definitely, like, appreciate that perspective because when I think about it, you know, you think about everything that you go through in your life, everything you're exposed to, and everything you do, the things, most of the things that are most formative for us as are our mistakes. Typically, we have to make a mistake before we realize our own flaws, our own weaknesses, where we need to grow. No, without those mistakes, you'll never realize them. If you live in a complacent, comfortable life where you never put yourself out there and be vulnerable to make mistakes, then you're never going to grow. You're never going to expand the person that you are and become the person you should be and can be. Exactly. It's just like a baby. I know this is so cliche. But imagine if a baby gave up on trying to walk. We would all be crawling. Every human being would be crawling. Absolutely. Absolutely. Skin your knee and you start crying and you never stand up again, right? No, 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 no. What that teaches you is how to balance yourself. That's what it teaches you. It teaches you how to stand strong, how to balance your legs, how to use them properly, how to walk. If you didn't learn how to scrape your knee when you went and took that step, you wouldn't eventually take a firmer, steadier step, would you? Exactly. And honestly, this is funny. Imagine like New York City, like everybody's just crawling and no one's walking anymore. <laughs> You're all everybody, like a bunch of people just like crawling, you know, just sitting on the floor of the subway. Oh my God, could you imagine? And a guy from like the future who actually walks, like visits the past and he's like, oh God. What is going on? Yeah, that'd be that'd be really funky. I'd be very confused as to why everybody would be crawling, but you know, it sometimes it feels like that way that we are someone trying to walk in life but are stuck crawling, and that's what you know those lessons are for. And it's like, like I said again, really, if you don't get to go through those mistakes, you are stuck crawling. If you don't get to see those lessons, you won't end up being a person actually walking through life. And I love that. And, you know, now like talking about, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to say, and that's, this might be cheating because the reason that I chose this mistake was because of all the lessons I learned subsequently because of the decision that mistake made me or led me to. And that mistake was also with a girl. And it was, uh, it was just a bad relationship. You know, messed up stuff and messed up my life a bit. It messed up my family's life. It had a whole relocation, you know. I ended up moving from New York to Mexico. Um, and everything that it taught me, I mean, so many things. So many things that it's taught me about the universe, about life, about, you know, Ja, the creation, about how like the world and life is merciful and will be kind to you and can lead you even when and take your own mistakes and turn them into blessings and that's mind-boggling to think about but even it taught me what it taught me about the relationship about not letting people use sex to control me because uh and i'm gonna be honest in this day and age sex is a power move i mean yeah people use it in relationships to gain advantage of to control their partner, to manipulate. And sometimes they do it subconsciously, but we're humans. 
you know, we have a desire for power and control, and some people have struggled with like letting go of that. And then with this over-sexualized world, sex becomes more and more of a commonplace in relationships to the point where it really does become a power play. Yeah. You know. And you and, and when and when you're having sex, you're you're like exchanging energies. So you have to be careful who you're having sex with. Yeah, soul ties. That's like, yeah, you didn't even, I didn't even want to get into that. I wasn't even going to get started on that. Because that alone. Well, I'm, go- I'm getting started on it, baby. We're yeah, getting started on it. I mean, well, that alone for sure is enough of a reason to, well, think about it. And just think about how many people you're tied to in your life. How many people we sleep with on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? Like, you know, power, freedom to the body, man. I'm all about free love. That's all great and wonderful. And I was telling my uh, mother the other day that I, I believe it's evolving from the point where it's all about sex to it's about who you're having sex with. Because sex is returning to that point where it is seen as sacred. But currently, today, there's still that problem of people being blind of soul ties of not being aware of the people that they're tying themselves with you know you are a reflection of the people that you surround yourself with those energies they intermingle you reflect their personality types and the behaviors and the traits of the people around you the good and the bad and you're a blend of those people and yourself and your circumstances and your past. but it is definitely an influencing factor in the person you are so when you have a sexual relationship with somebody and you and you have that constantly and that's all you have with them or it's an unhealthy sexual relationship or it's an unhealthy relationship period or the person is just unhealthy think about what type of person you're making yourself because then it doesn't become about them anymore it becomes about you so it's not even about like oh being some you know auspicious or being so pure or anything like that. No, 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 it's not about any of that. It's about being selfish with your energy and being careful with your energy because the people you sleep with, you're tying yourself deeper to those people that you even have like friendships and family uh, bonds with. Those are, those are threads that are tied through your body and into your spirit, through your atom. Absolutely. Man. And yeah, no, so absolutely. And sometimes it's just, People are so blind to that, am I right? I think it's... Be- I blame it on pornography in Hollywood. Because they took the beauty out of sex. It's just for... Like, yeah, sex is pleasurable. But that's not all it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, in my opinion, almost like a magical experience. Like, when you go into sex... When you go into sex, do you want to mend her? Or do you just want to bend her? That kind of sounded better in my head. I I totally <laughs> get where you're going. <laughs> I do understand what you meant by. I know what you mean, and it makes sense. It did it did sound a little weird though. <laughs> I know it did. My point. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me save myself. My point was: Are you going for the soul? or Are you going for the body? Which one are you doing? Because if you're going for the body, and we can get into this too, that's that's a physical external thing. That's not has nothing to do with any sort of ascension. You will not ascend if you're just going for the body. Not that there's anything wrong with them. Yeah, you can't grow with them. It's not... You can't. Well, 
No, it, it's not. It's not even that you can't grow, because growth happens no matter what. Growth is an inevitability. If you're not growing, you're decaying. So, and as long as you're moving forward, you're always growing. I hate to say, it. even if you move forward in a bad way, you're still growing. You're just growing in what is quote unquote considered a negative way. But yes, with physicality, if you are a spiritual being or somebody who cares about the unseen forces or cares about the esoteric in any way, shape, or form, you have to know that if you're only looking for physicality, that's actually hampering your growth. You're not getting the most you can out of that relationship. Yeah. Now, wouldn't you be stuck? Or no? Let me let me use a different word. Wouldn't you be attached to the physical plane we're on? Yes, but there's not. Yes and no. There's see. That's the thing. Okay. There's healthy attachment to this physical world, and then there's unhealthy attachment to the physical world. There's an unhealthy obsession with, like, wealth, with power, with sex, with mm-hmm. food, all these things like that. Things that bring us pleasure, right? There's an unhealthy level of attachment, and then there's a healthy level of appreciation, where you embrace the ideas without becoming too attached to them. You know, th- this world was made for us. This world was created for us. You should care about the things beyond this world too, but you have to care about this world first. I did not start on my path of spirituality by, oh, just caring about these unseen forces and caring about the things I don't know and all stuff like that. No, 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 no. It started with an appreciation for the things here on this plane, with love for my brothers and sisters. For appreciation, for communication, things like that. So, yeah, you can be attached to this plane, but that's not a bad thing. There's a lot to be had on this plane. We were made for this plane. Can I say something? I would, instead of using the word, I agree with everything you said. The only thing I disagree with is the word attached. I would say personally connected. Well, now if you notice, what I said is there's a love. There's a difference between unhealthy attachment and healthy appreciation so i'm not talking about attachment because attachment um well initially you asked wouldn't you be attached if you were going for just a purely physical relationship you would be attached to this uh, to this physical plane so i'm saying yes you would be attached to this physical plane if you were seeking out a physical relationship but there's not always so much wrong with that there's a even attachment you know there's People talk about detachment, 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 but there's certain things you can be attached to in a healthy way. I agree with that because I definitely am attached to things on this physical plane, especially my family, bro. Like I would never, ever want to be detached emotionally from my family. No, I just would never do it. No, we're not meant to. We're not. We're made that way. We were built to have attachments in that regard. You know, family attachments, relationships, bonds of that way, attachments to ideals, to thoughts, to feelings. I know a kid named Kyle that curses out his mom and is listening to this. So please take this to heart, Kyle. Stop cursing out your mom. Stop punching holes in your wall when you die in Fortnite and grow up. Well, All right, let's out. continue. <laughs> I had to say the name Kyle. Kyle, you sound like you're in a lot of pain. If you want to talk, please feel free to reach out to me after this. Thanks.
next. You could just go on the other side of his wall that he punched because there's a hole there. So just like put your ear there and there's like a little microphone he made. It's very interesting. It's actually psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's very much true though. You know, it's very much true that there's healthy levels of attachment and unhealthy levels of attachment. And life is a paradigm. Life is walking about. There's always many sides to everything. Not even just two sides, but many sides to everything. Not one thing can be said, oh, you should not have an attachment. Oh, you should have an attachment. You know what it is? You should have exactly what you have, what you are. You know what I'm saying? And when you grow out of it, you grow out of it. And until then, just appreciate it. Yeah, and um, I agree with that. And speaking of the Kyle thing, because like people could probably benefit from this, how do you feel about reacting to a thought or an emotion? And how do you protect yourself from that? Reacting, specifically. Yeah, like let's say... Uh, let's say you get rejected, right? Let's say you go to someone and you think they're attractive and you get rejected and, and you're just beating yourself up. Self-doubt, terrible negative self-talk. Okay. Well... The first thing I would say is you're not getting in your own head enough. You know, that's, that's, if you're going to want to, instead, you don't want to react. You know, that's the biggest thing is you don't want to react. You want to respond. So you want to develop a level of self-awareness, awareness of your thoughts and comprehension of them, but not being controlled by them. See, when we live our lives, not actively and consciously thinking and being aware of our thoughts they become background noise and we allow ourselves to be controlled by them yeah and then you identify with them exactly exactly however if you can develop a level of mindfulness of self-awareness to listen to your own thoughts and talk to yourself you know really they say that joke, that old joke of, oh, you talking to yourself? Yeah, and I'm a great conversationalist. Or, yeah, it's a great talk. Or, yeah, I'm my own best friend. That's not a joke. It's very true. You know, you have to have conversations with yourself. If you don't have conversations with yourself, you don't think, and you don't listen to your own thoughts, then you're just going to let yourself be controlled by them passively in the background. So that's that's the one thing I would say is actually... Uh, you know, to protect yourself from reacting and rather than react to respond, sit, listen, talk to yourself, think, even if you want to talk to yourself loud, if that makes you feel more comfortable or just think in your head, you know, just sit there and think, just think of things, listen to your own thoughts. Even if you don't want to like think of thing, anything specifically, just look at stuff and listen to the way your brain responds to that. Cause you know, that's kind of the gift that we have as humans is awareness. We have consciousness. We're able to hear mm-hmm. our thoughts and re- like respond to them rather than react to them and control them. Our consciousness has a level of effect on our subconscious state of mind. We can influence it. And that's a yeah. very interesting gift. So yeah, just think, just get to know yourself, you know, really get to know who you are. And like Tyler said, don't, don't measure yourself by your impulses, by your thoughts. Thoughts are just thoughts. Sometimes they're unbidden. Sometimes they come from places that are not always light. We all have light. Yeah, and don't resist. 
Because I feel like whatever you resist persists. Think about, think about, um, oh, I don't want to put you girl, you ladies on the spot, but I'm going to have to. Let's just say whoa, a lady's whoa. talking to a guy. I'm, I'm calling him out. I'm calling y'all oh, out. Calling out. I'm sorry. Okay. Everybody. I'm sorry. Please. This is him. <laughs> if you're going to throw tomatoes at his house, it's his house. Don't come to Mexico. If you, if you want to throw tomatoes at my house, I will literally, you ever see SpongeBob when he literally puts all the snowballs in his body and he destroys Patrick. I will do that to every single one of you that come to my house. But anyways, I'm, I'm very, the... <laughs> are, are you, are you trying to say that you will stuff your body full of <laughs> and just blast them at people? Yes. Humans have pores. Humans have pores. So I can shoot snowballs out of my body. This is very interesting topic and we're going to explore this later, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> so like the whole whatever resist persist thing like when a guy is not really interested in a girl naturally she's more interested in pursuing him however that's that goes the same thing with your thoughts if you try to resist your thoughts you're like no 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 no, no. i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about it your thoughts are going to get even stronger and more powerful when you agree absolutely Absolutely, yeah. The more you start resisting it, the more it becomes kind of like a, uh, I say, a scar that you're picking at. It doesn't heal. You know what I'm saying? If you pick out the scar, pick out the scar, pick out the scar, it doesn't heal. But if you kind of just let the scar heal itself, let the scab over, let the healing process take place, your body will create a natural, uh, stronger cover in that flesh and you'll develop scar tissue there and you know it's very interesting because that's kind of how the mind works too if you kind of just let the healing process take place which is being first conscious of it conscious of that dark thought that dark feeling that dark emotion accepting it giving it love saying i love whatever part of myself is in pain that comes that makes that feeling come around and then just letting it go and saying, I'm not the measure of that. Then you develop the scar tissue. You develop the healed tissue of that pain, that wound. Because a lot of that stuff, a lot of those darker thoughts, darker emotions, they come from places of subconscious pain, you know? Yeah, and the ego is always gonna be there. It's always gonna, you can't kill it to it, where it disappears forever. Yeah, you, you have to like- it forever, but you never really, kill it in fact you actually should not you the goal is not to kill your ego in fact but rather to live in harmony with it to not let it control you yes be aware of it and live your life in balance with it you can learn from the ego too if you look at it the right way your ego is going to show you every trauma that you've been through and that's kind of why the ego is there. It's called shadow work. And I personally still need to do some shadow work. We all do. That's, yeah, that's the main purpose of the ego. Absolutely. It's like harnessing, it's harnessing all this trauma. And when you get attached to that emotion, like let's just say anger, the, the, what the ego is trying to do, it's trying to show you that there is an unhealed wound inside you. And instead of you just getting angry and doing something you'll regret later on, are you good? <laughs> yeah. I heard a vibration. Oh. 
We're vibrating up. at a high frequency. We're vibing, man. We're vibing. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, that's all that is. It's just warning you, hey, there's an unhealed trauma. And whatever happened in the present world triggered it. And you just got to dig deep, figure out where, you know, that's coming from. And just let it go. Forgive yourself or forgive that person that hurt you. Mm-hmm. And just let it go, baby. Just let it go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, it's, you know, it's really just like you said, you want to learn from there you go rather than make it your enemy in fact i see i hear that so often that comfort like that controversial uh confrontational sort of perspective of yes fight the ego kill the ego ego death you must destroy your ego and it's like no 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 the ego is a tool like you said it's yeah it's a it's a lens for our souls to look through and interpret this world this physical plane through so if we are not able to live in harmony with it fighting and trying to break the ego it's like trying to crack the lens through which you see the world and then yeah and you you just sorry go ahead you just see a broken world you see a fractured world that's it go ahead man. so this might trigger you religious people and if it does you know i'm sorry but this is just my belief and no one has to believe it well if you are a religious person i just want to recommend you to investigate the differences between religion and spirituality dogma and free thought okay just check it out all right go ahead yeah and before i begin my intention is never to disrespect anyone or what they believe in i'm just sharing what i believe in and if you don't believe it that's totally cool that's totally cool we are totally here 100 percent from a place of love tyler knows i'm full of love i know tyler is full of love we are only here because we think some people might find this interesting and might like to you know listen to these thoughts that we just have on our day-to-day basis so you know this is just a, a labor of love so if we yes. offend anybody we apologize our intentions are never to offend we are only coming from that place of love okay go ahead tyler I'm actually full of Chinese. Yo, have you, like, this is off topic really quick. Have you ever had a cheese wonton? You talking about a Rangoon, right? You said ragu? No, Rangoon. Crab Rangoons. I've never had that. What is that? It's a cheese wonton. Cheese and. Oh, that's a cheese wonton? It's, it's full of, like, cream cheese, right? I think so, bro. Whenever I eat one, they're fried. I feel like they're fried, and like after I'm done eating it, I feel like I just like can be in an anime. Like I feel like a portal opens, and I'm just in an anime. And like, it's really. Are you sure that that cheese is up to date, man? <laughs> a little worried. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. Like my hair turns gold. Whoa! My, whoa. Oh, bro. No, okay. I need to know. Where, where, I start where, glowing, bro. Where, I start where, glowing. I need to know where you get your cheese wontons. I want some of that, man. Please give me like two orders of what he's got. I want to glow. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble, but listen, it's crack. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Dude, you call them out. Now they're not gonna be able to sell anymore, man. <sighs> dude, it's just so good, bro. I would marry a cheese wonton. Um, dude. All right, bro. I think that marrying food is legal, so you should look into that. That's just a yo. That's just rock bottom. You might as well every 
sentence like because you're just at rock bottom if you're marrying food bro just really dropped that okay he really just dropped that ladies and gentlemen you all heard it here he made that joke i made all right so anyone listening i'm not a cocky person but my wit is unbelievable (laughs) oh this guy's wit oh man yeah yeah my wit is i am the most witty person he actually sometimes he actually is a very funny guy sometimes and then sometimes he's just ridiculous and that's kind of what makes him funny <laughs> oh eventually are they gonna have to know about the tea people no we not we're not no they have no we're listen, not, listen they have we're not they not picking it up you're making a point about religion you were gonna say something about religion go ahead oh okay 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 so this goes with the ego. If you let your ego win all the time and you react to it and you're just super, super unconscious, you will create hell on earth. I don't believe heaven and hell are a place. I believe they're a state. And like I said, if you continuously react to these negative thoughts, emotions, and you are just deep diving into despair, you're creating your own hell on earth. Well, now, now let me just say, and I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, now, this is interesting that you say that because if you think about dimensions, right? Dimensions are supposed to work off of frequencies um, and vibrational frequencies and uh, atoms and energy and all that that vibrates at a different frequency is in a different state, a different dimension, right? So the idea that like heaven and hell are states of mind is not entirely inaccurate as in the terms of you are vibrating energy or possibly could be vibrating energy at a frequency of those flames so uh, when you talk about like divine energy you're vibrating that frequency of like heaven quote unquote and when you're talking about that demonic energy you're vibrating the frequency of hell in your uh, atoms just the idea, you know, that was interesting that you pointed that out. No, I could see that because, you know, there are definitely evil beings out there that you can't see that latch onto you. And they empower your ego. Well, you, They empower these negative... No, I believe that there is um, such things as a plane, different planes and everything like that, where there is what we describe as angels and where there is what we describe as demons. You know, I, th- I think that that is a very real thing. But I also do agree that you, know, you can create that similar energy within your body and soul. And that's what they talk about when they like encourage people to go become one job, more spiritually uh, loving, or fill yourself with positive energy or light energy. You know, it's like that love energy. And what they're talking about when you talk about like having a dark energy or evil energy is really just have a pained energy a hurtful energy yes because if there's there's a yin there's always going to be a yang it's never always going to be great every day is not going to be sunshine and rainbows you got to be in touch with your i don't want to call it demonic energy i'll call it dark energy you have to be in touch with it because if you're not it's going to consume you because if you're not in touch with it you're not conscious of when it comes up you're not okay. conscious of what it's capable of okay. and it'll consume you and the scary thing 
is you can become a miserable person if you continuously let it if you let it win over and over and over and over again just like a muscle when you're working out when i lift 50 pounds 100 times cuz i'm so goddamn strong it's going to become so strong that you almost can't fight it and you don't want to get to that point you don't uh for the people who may feel like they are at that point already i'm just going to tell you it's never ever too late to come back from that cuz you're not going No, it's definitely not. Go forward and it's always just one second, one day at a time, you know. Whatever the thing you're fighting, whatever demon you're fighting. Always one at a time. But you're right. You can't you absolutely cannot hide from it. The more you hide from it, the stronger it grows. If you do not know your own demons, you cannot control them and live in harmony with them. Because you can never really cut that part out of you. You know, you are the sum of all that these universe, the light and the dark, the good and the bad, you know, the love and the hate, all is such that it's contained within you because you are a reflection of pure creation energy. So you have to be aware of that energy within you. Know that that's within you so that it cannot sneak up on you. and do evil deeds and make you do evil things behind your back just like you must know your ego and befriend your ego you must befriend those inner demons and no- learn to give them love so they can heal and live harmoniously with you you know all whatever demon you may be fighting there is the healthy alternative to it the healthy equivalent to it the healthier relationship with that being you know absolutely and- guys isn't logan so lovely like i just want to bake you a red velvet cake Fake me a very good cake, okay? Yeah, man. I just want to. I feel like you just deserve it. You know what, man? You deserve the world. We all deserve everything, but we all have exactly what we deserve. You know, that's really what it is. Is that's another thing, actually? Is we deserve to be exposed to these things because learning to love your own demons is one of the most important steps in self-love. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about the healing process cuz a lot of people, even myself in the beginning, thought healing was like, "Yay, I'm going to heal." Yeah, give me like a door band-aid, put it on my trauma wound. Like <laughs> healing <laughs> healing is just like practicing any sort of athletic thing like a sport. It's going to suck at first. You're going to screw up. so many times but at the end it's going to be one of the best processes you've ever went through it's not easy though mhm so true so true yeah you know i actually it's really i mean if you want to put it into simplest terms healing is pain you're going to hurt healing is pain that's a great way to put it and i'm definitely not fully healed for anyone listening i'm not like i am the best person in the world i don't have any more pain like i definitely do no no Yeah, we are absolutely full of pain. I don't think you can ever really completely remove the pain cuz that's bro, Spain, Spain without the S, man. Spain without the S. Just You ever been Spain without the S. You ever been to No, 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 Spain. Spain, just take away the S. Why? No, take away... Sound it out. No, take away the pain. Oh, you slide off. 
<laughs> I just got that. I was like, <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> can you really? That was good. Could we really ever, you know, truly remove the pain? No, you're gonna go ahead and make another mistake. You're always gonna make yeah. mistakes. You make mistakes until the day you die, man, and that's the beautiful part of it. That's really we are. It is a gift to go through pain. And it is a gift to heal. And you're gonna make mistakes and hurt along that healing process because you're gonna face your own darknesses. You're gonna face the darknesses of the world around you. You're gonna face the darknesses of the past. And you know what you gotta do with all of that darkness? You gotta say, I love you to it. That takes a lot yeah. of energy, you know? Just look at like, you know, personal trauma and say, I love you because you made me who I am. <laughs> it's just, wow. You know, how uh, how difficult can it be to say, uh, and you know, triggering to, I, I mean, I hope I'm not like offending anybody when I say like, you know, for example, somebody who's been molested to say, you know, I love that myself because I went through that pain and it made me who I am. My mom got scared because her. My mom got scared because I locked the door. How does that? Okay. I don't. That that inf, that inflicts fear. Locking doors, everyone. <laughs> Be careful. You're oh, gonna inflict you, so much fear. Maybe she was wondering what you're doing down in the basement with a locked door, huh? Well, I have kids in my basement, bro. They need to be fed. <laughs> Can't let them out. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that was my mom, everyone. It was my mother. Um, Guest appearance. Surprise. Surprise appearance. Oh, what were we just talking about? We were ta- sorry, everyone. No, no, it's okay. I got you. We were talking about how you have to love your pain. And that's why it's a painful experience. Because it takes so much strength to look at something like pain and give it love. You know, being abused, for example, I can only imagine how... Uh, I've never gone through this myself, but I could only imagine how painful it must be to love yourself after being abused, to love yeah. yourself love after that, and like detachment from that and acceptance, and you know. But that's what you have to do. You, you, those people, I guarantee, those people who recover from that, they tell you, I had to literally look you in the face and say, I love myself more than I let I feel pain, or you know, like I love myself more than I love this pain. You have to. And like pain too comes in all shapes and sizes. If this is the thing that saddens me the most, if you do one of these two things, if you look in the mirror and you just don't like who you see or how you look, or if you go on Instagram and you look at all these models who are probably extremely insecure, by the way, every celebrity you see has either made tons of mistakes or they have insecurities. No one is like super like 100% confident every day of their life. Oh, Everybody absolutely. has doubts. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody has doubts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, instead of looking in the mirror and hating yourself, like let's just say you're overweight, for example, and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I look disgusting. You're not disgusting. Look at that as a challenge. Be happy. Like, oh, yeah, I'm overweight. I can't wait to go to the gym and lose 10 pounds. This is going to be a challenge. This is going to be fun. You know how much more stronger that is and more powerful that is Mm. than saying that 
turning yourself into a victim yeah. and saying, oh, this is just who I am. That's not who you are. It's Unfortunately, it's what you are in this moment, but that's okay. You can always change. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's very true that it is all about perspective. And you do need to be able to um, kind of give yourself the proper motivation. That's like an unhealthy motivation. You know, that's when you put it into perspective of, oh, healthy motivation, unhealthy motivation, that is unhealthy motivation. Shaming yourself and guilting yourself is not how you move forward. It's not how you grow, for sure. Um, And that's just the way you have to look at it. But I mean, my solution to that whole problem is just don't put mirrors in your house, man. (laughs) You know? Um, no, you should put mirrors. I want everyone to put a mirror in their house and go look in that damn mirror and say, I look at the mirror, look at yourself, point at yourself and go, you are one sexy son of a bitch. Um, it's so it, you're so sexy that I want to kiss your reflection and then and then do it. You might look like a weirdo. Mm, yeah. But just do it. Listen, everybody, if your SO comes into you making out with yourself in the mirror, just <laughs> okay. Just say. But uh if you kiss yourself in the mirror, you you gain my respect. Honestly, that's big dick energy. Really. I, Hell yeah. I kiss myself in the mirror. That's big dick energy. And if you're a woman, that's like clean vagina energy. Because uh, you don't have a dick. It's still it's still big dick energy. Okay. You could be like a one of the yeah, okay. I know plenty of women with bigger dicks than men. Anyway, um, I see, you know, I'm like a little caught on the whole mirror thing because I personally, I don't have any mirrors in my home. Um, I don't have any insecurity issues and I don't have any, like, I'm not like overly egotistical or like. Oh, look at Logan, everyone. He's so perfect. He's got his beautiful Jesus beard. He's got his six-pack abs no. he wakes up every morning and pisses excellence look at this guy yeah i piss i piss uh liquid silver no um liquid but, silver. but what it actually the thing is is i realized when you're constantly exposed it, it's like how to put this it's like too much of a good thing for example let's put it that way or like how you'd rather be Instead of being too, showing up too often at your friend's house and being a nuisance, you'd rather be scarce, but be appreciated when you do show up. Where have you been? Oh, you know, I've been busy. I'm so glad I've missed you. You'd rather be greeted with that rather than, oh, it's you again, right? Yeah. So it's, let me ask you this. Well, okay. No, I'm sorry. I think I, I didn't mean to. Uh, it's okay. Cut you, it's cut a, you off, my man. It's cool. It's cool. I'll just I'll just finish it up with this. The less I've seen my reflection, the more I appreciate myself when I do see myself. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I never I never looked at it like that. I never thought of that being a thing. Yeah. Um. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I was going to ask you something. Have you ever been insecure or are you insecure about anything today? Um, yeah, I've definitely been insecure for sure. Oh my God, as a teenager, so insecure. Um, am I insecure today? You know, yeah, definitely. There's still things that I hold insecurity and so forth. And I try to release them, you know, and I try and like let them go. But they're insecurities that a lot of people have, I'm sure. Like, you know, oh, am I too arrogant or oh 
am I not like important because I'm not making a six-figure income at the moment or things like that or oh am I not progressive enough or you know oh am I living my life in the right way those types of insecurities less insecurities about my physical body but more insecurities about how I'm living my life in the measure of me as a person you know am I kind enough things like that um am I doing enough for people around me the insecurities that really matter but I also have insecurities about the physical body I guess you know simple things like oh am I too short like probably be the most uh common one or do I look dirty when I have like long hair uh long beard and long interesting you know things like that I don't get that the long hair my brother used to have long hair and everyone was like portraying it as dirty I'm like dude you're dirty Dan bro you're like you're a badass keep that hair dirty Dan I've never seen um, I've never been treated as dirty for my long hair and for my beard and everything like that I think it's just a, it's a subconscious insecurity and a reflection of how you know a lot of people like consider attractive clean shaven in our current generation granted we're moving more into that generation of, or maybe even subconsciously actually no I know this for a fact I myself think facial hair is less attractive on a person than a clean shave and exposing your face and that is why i actually have facial hair is because i like to hide behind it so that i don't become arrogant or caught up in the idea of like oh i need to be clean shaven so i'm the most attractive i can be so for me it's a constant battle with arrogance so that i'm feeling like that so specifically i grow out my facial hair and it's kind of funny that i have an insecurity about it like oh am i less attractive in my eyes i am less attractive when i have my facial hair and that's why i have it but there's still that subconscious insecurity at the end of the day if you're getting ready you got to get ready for yourself. Like, you can't look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, is everyone going to accept me? Like, who gives a, who cares? No, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. It's about what you feel comfortable with. It's, if you don't feel comfortable, then you want to do something. If you feel comfortable, then who cares, man? You know, people like yeah. back in the day couldn't go out on the street in sweatpants and like pajama pants, mm-hmm. uh, sweatshirt and pajama pants. Nowadays, people can walk down the street in sweatshirt and pajama pants and nobody's going to judge them. That's a beautiful thing, you know? Because you're not the measurement of how you compose yourself for the world around you. You know? I agree. I agree. I think you... I definitely have. Now that I'm thinking about it, now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> there's only one part about me that I'm insecure about. What is that? My fucking big ass dude my nose is a trumpet bro it's a trumpet like i could play tequila on it ready (laughs) like that's how big it is bro bro man i got a big ass nose too it's okay big noses are sexy man big noses i mean i could smell the bullshit a mile away there you go for sure yeah all the better for smelling the bullshit with right I, i agree you know that's what that should be the new things like yeah, God gave me a big nose so I can sniff out all your bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you know, it's so funny because like a lot of insecurities are a reflection of how you see yourself, not what actually other people will think about you. Or even like a lot of times, it's not even like you care about what other people think. It's just that you care about them seeing you as you see yourself. Yeah. You know. That's all it is at the end of the day. Is it's like an inner, it's always an inner world thing. It's never really an outer world thing. You might think it is. It might look like that. Mm-hmm. But it's really always an inner world sort of pain. Maybe someone made fun of my nose back then. I don't even know. Maybe. I mean, it's it's possible, but who cares, right? Because it's your nose. It's yours. It belongs to you. So love it. love it. I could totally see what happened. Someone did like the I got your nose thing to me. And like someone else was like, no, you fucking didn't. It's huge. It's right there. You did not get it. And then I was like, you're a piece of shit. Damn, I hope nobody ever said that to you, man. You know, I kind of do, because that would be hilarious. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't think it would be very funny. If it was for to someone else, I wouldn't laugh. But because it's me, <laughs> I'd be like, ah, good one, bro. Good one. Self-deprecating for me? Nah, you shouldn't let people make fun of you. No, I wouldn't. I'd beat the hell out of him, bro. I would literally take my nose off and use it as a weapon. (laughs) I'm kidding. Take your nose off and use it as a weapon. That's funny. Um, (laughs) Honestly, though, but isn't that like kind of what makes body types beautiful? Big nose, big eyes, big lips, big brows, big ears, big face, big chin, you know, big butt, big belly. Big shoulders, big feet, or the inverse, of course, small X, small Y. But like this, that it's the dynamics of the human body that make it so beautiful. I have such a good idea. Okay. Let's say, like for example, my nose. I could say I have a big nose. That's a bad label. That's a bad perspective. Instead, you could be like, "Hey, I have a unique nose." I have a different nose. You just put a whole different perspective on yourself just from changing your language. Yeah, change one word and the whole connotation changes, right? From big to unique or mine. Right? I have a nose. You know, this just just I mean like really, you know what you better off doing too instead of when you're feeling that moment of like oh i don't like this part of myself or that part of myself you know you just like touch that part of yourself or you just look at that part of yourself and you say this is my brow this is my eyes this is my nose this is my stomach this is my feet and i love it i love that because they are mine at the end of the yeah but like a big, like, a big ears, like, who cares? I don't care, like, the whole... Who cares if you got a big nose, bro? Yeah, you're right. Who cares, right? Who cares? Only you. Hey, man. People with big noses have been getting love for their entire lives, man. And there's everyone people except, every year. Everyone except Squidward. No one likes Squidward. I'm sure somebody likes Squidward. I mean, SpongeBob does. Isn't he like gay for him or something? Originally, like, SpongeBob was supposed to be gay, yes. So maybe he likes Squidward. He saw his nose and he was like, "Damn." Maybe, maybe he thought Squidward was beautiful. 
And then he realized Squidward never wears pants, and he was like, damn. Instant action. I mean, and then he never, ma- but I mean, SpongeBob doesn't really wear a shirt. Like, his entire upper torso is his face, though, I guess so. A good pickup line SpongeBob can go to, uh, to Squidward and be like, hey, I know you're a resident of Bikini Bottom, but do you want to move to my version of Bikini Bottom? Yo, Squidward would be in that shit, bro. He'd be flipping patties in that shit. He'd be like, the the execution, the joke was good. The execution just wasn't right. I'm sorry. (laughs) That was, um, so, uh, what do you think? Should we keep going? It's an hour mark. What are your thoughts? Um, is there anything else we could talk about? I, dude, you know, we can keep talking for all night, man. You know, I mean, we're going to hang up and probably keep talking after this. <laughs> All right, let's let's think of, a, like, a, a, a topic we can get into. Okay. Or, I mean, or we could break it up. We could also do another one if you want to keep going. That's up to you. This is your, your podcast. Let's break it up. Let's give people a break. They've been hearing our voice for an hour now. Let's, uh... Let's give them a breather from that, right? Yeah, maybe we could use a little breather too. I might actually like, you know. Do a breather? Yeah, I'll take a second. I'll take a guitar interlude, my man. A guitar interlude to... uh... Free the soul. Uh, But yeah, man. Okay, well then we're going to call this episode one. Yeah, we're going to... That's going to be it. And... I guess I'll see you, Tyler, in episode two. <laughs> Let's see what happens on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, like, uh, uh, you know, no, uh, nobody sue me, okay? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. Thank you for joining me here for my first episode. I appreciate it. It is quite the way to kick this off. I hope that everybody who is listening whether you be at home, abroad, or out in this far-off galaxy that I have not yet seen with my own eyes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. You know, I hope that there was something tasty for your brain in this podcast. Got some good brain food, some good soul food. But uh, until episode two, thanks again, and peace and love. Bye-bye. want to take a moment to say thank you again for joining me on this experience for well just being here being you being yourself it's all groovy it's all appreciated when you come around in fact you should stick around you should always be keeping that energy grooving because it really makes this world a wonderful place so Again, thank you. I uh, hope you enjoyed this conversation between me and Tyler. I really felt like it was a wonderful start to this. Whatever this is. A really beautiful opening full of laughter, 
and plenty of true, authentic, vulnerable conversation. And you know that that is what I'm seeking. Some real, genuine discussions that you can be a part of. And I want this, as always, to be an open dialogue between you and I. Between us and my friends and my family and even complete strangers who I might just hit up and say, hey, come talk with me. Because that's all that life is, right? It's just a series of communications. So I appreciate you. Even though you are not communicating verbally with me right now, you're communicating with your spirit and with your energy. And I appreciate that energy. And I'm sending that communication right back to you. Sending this love right out into the universe. Appreciating everything that is including you me he she we the thing that is created from this world that we have illustrated thank you again i can't i probably can't say that enough i'm just so grateful (laughs) i'm gonna stop saying that all right well as always i hope that you are having a beautiful day, night, evening, or whatever. And remember that you are loved. Take it easy.